This is The Varsity, a sports podcast from the record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of The Varsity Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Dwojak here with the Record North Shore founding member Joe Coughlin. We are back uh, for another week's episode of the Varsity Podcast. I'm recording this on Tuesday the 13th, um, a little bit sooner than usual, but we've got some stuff to talk about. So um, we'll do our usual four-quarter format. Um, We've got swimming, uh, basketball, and wrestling all to talk about from this past week. So we'll talk about all that in the first quarter. And the second quarter, we are joined by Nutrier wrestler Jack Miller. In the third quarter, we play Way or No Way, our weekly guessing game. And then in the fourth quarter, we get you all ready for another week of action as we've got playoff basketball happening, uh, state wrestling and state uh, gymnastics. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So um, we'll split it, spread it out, out through four quarters. But just a quick reminder before we get started that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you check us out. We always appreciate your support. Um, make sure you give us a nice little like and uh, and a review. That always helps us get to more listeners who also want to listen about um, North Shore High School sports, and especially uh, um, you know high school sports in the area. So make sure you uh, give us a little support that way as well. We always appreciate the kind words and the reviews and the support. So thank you so much. All right, let's move on over. Let's start things over here in the first quarter where we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Let's start with boys basketball, um, mostly because I feel like the most happened in that span since we last talked to you guys on Thursday. Um, starting with Loyola boys basketball, Loyola boys basketball lost to De La Salle forty-one to thirty-nine, defeated uh, Lakeview seventy-two to thirty-nine, and then we also found out uh, that Loyola indeed will be the top seed um, in their sectional bracket. Um, we'll talk more about the seedings um, in a little bit here later in the first quarter. But, um, Joe, uh, a close loss to De La Salle. De La Salle, obviously, a really good CCL uh, team this year. And then a, a blowout win over Lakeview. Um, again, this is kind of I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm not really changing what I've been saying this entire season. I just don't know really what to make of this team at this point. We're done with the regular season. Um, and I'm still conflicted. I can see this team – you know, winning a sectional title, I could see this team, um, you know, potentially losing a regional. I don't know. I, it's just, I, I'm, I'm confused as to what this team truly is this season. Yeah. I mean, I think I have a decent idea, but it's, I think, you know, Loyola included the top five teams in that sectional, you know, throw Nutria, the GBs in there too, are very good, just not exceptional. Um, and they can they can lose to good teams that are right there with them, and they can uh, beat those teams too. So that's, you know, they're going to stack up 25, 26 wins, but when they play a team that, you know, you like, people like us, you're like, okay, now we get to find out if they're in this tier or this tier, and then they lose one, win one, lose one, win one, and we still don't know. And I think right. that's, just, that's just who they are. That's the definition <laughs> of who they are is it's, it's a confusing, very good team. So I think Loyola, uh, their success uh, against some good teams and racking up those 25, 26 wins. And um, I think they had a nice little streak of 11 in a row or something to get earn the number one seed in the sectional. 
is huge for them because they they've got a, a little softer matchup in the regional final. Um, I think uh, that's good. And De La Salle's no joke. Obviously, the Catholic League's no joke. Um, so um, I take not too much a, uh, away from um, Loyola on that one, but I you know I don't know if the, if they're the one seed and Evanston's the five seed if there's that big of a difference between those two teams. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, I, I am just curious to know what you think. Obviously, we've talked about the CCL um, and how it's kind of transformed into, you know, I feel like CCL, CCL football, obviously CCL, ESCC now. But um, the Catholic League has really exploded the last few years and, um, you know, just really talented teams. Obviously, DePaul won the championship and has been elite this year. Um, Mount Carmel, Brother Rice have been really good. Um, you know, St. Rita, obviously, the last few years was really good. St. Ignatius has been up there, Loyola. Um, what were your thoughts about just what Loyola did in the conference play this year? They lost to Brother Rice. They lost to St. Uh, they lost to uh, uh, Brother Rice and Mount Carmel. They lost to, you know, DePaul. Um, and then they won other games. They beat St. Rita. They beat uh, Montini, I see Catholic, Leo. Um, but then you lose to De La Salle. Just what was your thoughts about what this team was able to do and where they kind of are in the CCL. I think it's definitely a good measuring stick. And maybe that slate of results gives us the best indication of who they are, which is a very good team, but maybe not as elite as a full strength Mount Carmel, a full strength to Paul prep. They're just not there. Um, um, uh, sorry, lost there. De La Salle. I think who's a very good team. I think they're right in that range of a very good team, sectional uh, competitor, but probably not a state competitor. Um, so I think that they, they performed at a, you know, they had a good performance in the conference, but you would have liked to see some big name wins. And I think on the right days, maybe they're capable of it, but I just don't think they're quite at the a level of those elite teams. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying they're not, they're a top 15 team and not a top five team. All right, moving on to Nutrier and talking about, you know, just not knowing what the heck is going on at this point. Um, <laughs> Nutrier was uh, lost to uh, Lemberg South um, last week. Then they proceeded to defeat Lemberg North 67 to 34 on Friday. They play Highland Park in a crossover game tonight, um, Tuesday night. Um Joe, you and I were talking about this before that we started recording the podcast. I don't know what to make of this CCL, CSL South anymore. Um, any team can win. Any team can lose. It's just, I don't, I, is it a really good conference or is it just a, a conference full of like really good teams, not elite teams? I think it's a really good conference. I think um, it would be a pretty epic tournament to put the Catholic League versus the the CSL um, in a tournament together. That'd be fun. Um I, I just it's probably there's no runaway number one team um in the past years we've seen at least uh you know Nutrier and GBN set themselves apart last year two years ago it was GBS and Nutrier um usually it's one or two teams that separate themselves and this year I think the top four are all pretty equal um so I don't know I don't know what to make of it either. They all beat each other up. That game against GBN, obviously I wasn't there, so it's hard to speculate. Maybe with the seedings locked in, some teams pulled their starters. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, 
Um, but also, you know, Nutrier has shown that if they're on a hot night, they'll do that to you. I mean, they beat Bloom by 25. Um, they beat GBS the first time by 15 or 20 um, just by shooting at, at a high level um, and uh, playing one of some of their best games. So they can do it to you. It's just um, on their off nights, they've proven they're beatable by those other very good teams that are in the area. All right, let's talk about the seedings for uh, this section. Loyola gets the number one seed. Nutria gets the number four seed. GBN gets the two seed. GBS gets the three seed. Evanston gets the six seed. Um, and Niles North gets the number five seed. Um, Niles North squeaking its way in there to get that top five seed. Um, Loyola and Nutria could potentially play against each other in the sectional semifinals. Um, Nutria would need to obviously best Niles North in a regional final potential. Um, Nutria uh, gets Taft to open things up next Wednesday, and Loyola gets either Von Steuben or Mather to open things up next uh, week before potentially playing Niles West or Maine East in a regional final. Um, Joe, I think I can't remember exactly. Was that the order you had this in last week when we talked about this? I had Evanston above Niles North, and I'm a little shocked just at Evanston's recent play that they didn't get there. I think they have a couple more quality wins than, than Niles North does, but Niles North has had an exceptional season. They're both sitting at like 20 and nine or, or 10 games over 500, whatever they are. Uh, so both teams are good. Um, and uh, I guess it could go either way. I would have also liked to see a new Trier Evanston regional final um, would have been pretty exciting. Um, obviously the, uh, one of the biggest rivalries in the nation. Um, so that's all right. Uh, we're not going to get it. I think Evanston and GBS potentially if both win their first round games is going to be a great regional final. Um, and so will New Trier and Niles North. So it's about right. It's about what we predicted, seeing that New Trier lost to GBS. That's it all made sense to me. Uh, interesting matchups we look forward to, and we'll obviously talk about them a little bit more in the coming weeks as we uh, get deeper into the postseason. Uh, girls basketball playoffs have started. Uh, New Trier has not. Loyola and New Trier, I don't think, have played yet. Um, I know that uh, Highland Park ended its season, Joe, um, with a loss in its opener. Um, obviously, a uh, tough way to start things off, but obviously a, a good season for the Giants, just maybe not too um, as far as they would have wanted to go. Yeah, I thought they got seeded pretty tough, but it was a tough sectional too. Um, they got the 10 seed with 15 wins. Uh, it's pretty rough, but um, Taft's a good team. Taft had about 17, I think, 18 wins, and um, it was a close game, and Taft beat them. Um, but a good, like you said, great season for the Giants. They have a share of the conference. Uh, I'm looking to track down when the last time that happened. I know it's uh, the most wins they've had in conference in a long time. So um, great comebacks. Not a comeback, another progression um, for them after um, a couple years ago. I think they had a two-year stretch of, like, one win. Um, so this was um, has been nice the past couple years to kind of turn it around. And uh, they're young, too. They, they, they're they going to graduate their top scorer, Mackenzie Reitmeyer. Uh, but her her sister's there as a junior. She's very good. Uh, they're, they were missing their starting point guard, um, who, who had an ACL tear in the offseason. Uh, presumably, she'll be back. So uh, I think uh, some bright things ahead for Highland Park girls basketball. Loyola defeated Lincoln Park in the semifinals of the regional. They'll play Taft on Thursday night for the Highland Park regional title. Um, New Trier defeated Maine West, um, and they'll play Glenbrook South on Thursday for the Mather regional title 
um, the Tuesday, Thursday format, um, and Monday, Tuesday, I guess, Thursday format. Um, really interesting this year, kind of a change for um, girls basketball. All right, let's move on over now. We had sectional wrestling take place over the weekend. Uh, both Loyola and New Trier took part in the Barrington sectional, Class 3A. Um, and uh, one of the big stories was New Trier uh, junior wrestler Tag Miller, um, who uh, lost a minor decision at the sectional to miss a birth in, I in the IHSC state championship last year. Um, and then this time around, Joe, he was able to uh, make a quick move in order to punch his ticket to state. Yeah, um, pretty good for Tag Miller. He was really pumped, uh, as I kind of described there afterward. Um, been waiting for it for a year after a close loss, like you said. And uh, uh, he was pumped. He was really happy. Um, he, he pinned his guy in the blood round, you know, in 24 seconds. Um, so just cradle fun, you know, got to his cradle and uh, buried him. So um, moving on to state, he ended up getting third, too. So he won his next match. That'll help him a bit with the seating at state. Um, and maybe um, kind of give him a path where he, he gets a couple wins. I think he's certainly talented enough to do that as a junior. Um, heck of a wrestler. And, um, yeah, big um, big performance from from Tag Miller and the only Trevian to get through to state. Uh, we, we wondered last week whether Loyola was able to get all five of its wrestlers that had got the sectionals onto state, and they will do just that. Um, all five Ramblers are moving down to Champaign, sophomore Kai Kalkot. Uh, won his sectional title at 215. Um, he'll be joined by senior Quinn Herbert, who took second at 190. Uh, sophomore Gavin Pedrilla, who took third at 120. Sophomores, our sophomore James Hamilla took uh, fourth at 106. And Joey Herbert uh, took fourth at 285. Uh, Quinn Herbert also qualified for his uh, fourth state tournament, uh, the first Rambler to ever accomplish that. Um, Joe, obviously, you know, we were wondering about this. Kind of surprised that all five were able to get their balls, so not really that surprised at the same time. Yeah, just because it's, you know, uh, you're you're up against tough wrestlers, so maybe one of the five has an off, uh, off match or two. I guess you need two um, early. You never know. But um, all five were able to get through. Um, big performances by Kai. It looks like he's poised to, to contend for the title at 215. Uh, Quinn Herbert too had had a heck of a tournament. Um, I think he's he really wants to medal at state, um, and uh, he'll be joined by his cousin Joey Herbert as well as uh, two sophomores and Gavin and James. And uh, it's a it's a nice group going um, for the Ramblers, kind of showing off their loose their um, their youth. One senior, three sophomores, and a junior. And uh, yeah, we'll see what they can do at state. I think they'll come home. I think I think we'll get a couple medals. Um, from them and I know I talked to coach Matt Cullum he's always looking for the absolute best and you know part of the success of the Ramblers is certainly on his um you know pushing them to be the best that they can um so um I expect more growth for them in the years to come Island Park senior Dmitry Debrednev uh, is returning to state he took fourth at 165 as well so he'll be going down to Champaign in the girls sectional uh Nutrio's Jillian Giller and Loyola's Harley Hiller won sectional championships, while Highland Park's Clara Ugaz and New Cheers Nina Esavez each finished fourth. All of them are going to be going down to Bloomington in a couple weeks um, for that state championship. Uh, really impressive performances, especially from Giller and Hiller, um, which who can make for a really cool uh, little law attorney uh, duo <laughs> if they uh, ever choose to do that after wrestling. 
Oh, that was great. I can't believe I didn't put it together that they rhymed. Um, and I wrote that <laughs> sentence. Um, but um, I got to remember that for a headline if they, if they do well. Anyway, um, yeah, great performances. Jill has been great all year. I believe she's also a junior, if I'm not wrong. Um, so she's made incredible strides, um, especially off last year. She was very good. And this year, I think she's sitting at like 25, 28, and 4. Um, so a great record she's putting up. And I think she wants to come home as well with a, with a medal if not going for a state championship. And Harley is the defending state champ, um, her third straight state meet. Um, I think she was runner-up as a freshman state title last year, so she's looking to defend. And uh, she's, I think she pinned everybody to sexual. She's obviously just a sensation and a star um, wrestler. So um, good luck to them, but great tournaments uh, for also Clara Ugaz and um, Nina Seves, who who uh, she, she got injured in, in the third-place match, so hopefully – she's able to go on to state. Yeah, congratulations to them. And obviously we'll talk more about them uh, next week as they get ready for their uh, state tournament in Bloomington in a couple weeks. All right, wrap things up here in the first quarter. Nutria Boys Swimming and Diving won another conference championship. Uh, Joe, obviously we haven't talked too much about this team thus far, but um, someone we'll probably be talking about in the next couple weeks as we get deeper into the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. We we just kind of missed them a little bit, um, unfortunately, because this team is is really stacked, senior heavy, um, led by Aiden Music, Charlie Bufton. Um, they're they're going to do really well at state sectionals, of course. Um, and here's to hoping they get as many across because I think they should. Uh, they will compete for a state title, but it'll be them and surprise Hinsdale um, Central, um, probably going for it. And um, they kind of uh, they look the part right now for sure. All right, let's move on over now to the second quarter where we are joined by Tag Miller. Like we talked about earlier, he's going down to state. Uh, Joe, I know you got a chance to catch up with him after he picked up that win to move down over. Um, what are the folks at home going to hear? Yeah, quick interview here. Uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about what that felt like, um, you know, the punches ticket to state and uh, his growth over the past year. All right, let's have a listen. Tell me what you were trying to do in that particular match. I was just trying to get to my positions and keep and stay where I am. He, my coaches before told me some of his moves here is going to do, and I just wanted to eliminate that. And then once I felt that I could cradle him there, I knew that I had the match lock. Yeah, right there. Um, what was that feeling like afterward? I saw some celebrations. Feel pretty good. Felt great. Last year I was in the same situation in the blood round. Lost five to three, heartbroken. And then this year, after being so close last year, and then now, I, it feels great. Yeah. Um, what'd you what'd you wrestle at weight last year? Hey, coach. What's up? Good to see you. One fifty-two. Okay. So I weighed about the same last year. What was it between that? What'd you work on most between last year and this year? I think just mentally, uh, with a lot of my coaches and everything, making sure. Because last year I was very nervous going in before this. Well, this year they helped me a lot. Um, just making sure they know to know my skill set and to know I can beat almost anyone if I really can, if I really put my mind to it. Um, and obviously, I know you got another match here today. But how does how does just it feel that you're state bound? Feels great. I can't. It's an indescribable feeling coming off that mat. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Thank nice you. talking to you. Nice meeting you. 
Thank you, as always, to all the players and coaches who join us each and every week. Always appreciate everybody's insight. All right, let's move on over now to the third quarter where we play Way or No Way, their weekly guessing game where we I throw out five propositions and we agree or argue upon whether they can happen, Way or No Way they cannot happen. Going to start things off with wrestling. Going to keep it there. Um, Joe, Way or No Way, um, one of our local teams will end up as a wrestling state champion down in Champaign this weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah i'll give it to kai i say he pulls it off um he's i think he's the only one who has a real shot it would take a real impressive effort from quinn or maybe tag miller to to run through that maybe gavin um but kai's got the best shot and um i i think he should march to the finals and then we'll see what he does when he gets there but it's it won't be easy um, but he's he's definitely improved his game over the past year, and um, we'll see if he can bring home uh, a title. I'm going to go with the way here. I think, you know, just the redemption of, you know, coming so close last year, um, losing by a point for Kai, uh, talking about him. I think that, that that's all the motivation you really need. you got the experience of competing in that environment. You've done the Grand March before. You've done the introductions, the – um, wild, you know, environment at the State Farm Center, especially for the championships on Saturday night. So um, I do think that uh, we'll we'll have a state champion, so I'm going to go with the way there. All right, talking about state championships, girls gymnastics will be competing this weekend. Jo- uh, way or no way, Joe, you think that um, one of our new triers gymnastics, gymnasts uh, will win a state champion? No, I don't think they're there. Um, of course, you know, the talent of this gymnast at this level, I guess anybody can put forth a perfect performance on any given day, but um, I think more their routine puts them uh, peaking on the medal stand. And I think it's possible. I think we could we could get maybe one, maybe two um, medals, um, but we'll see what uh, Nutria can do as a team. I think that's the big question. I'm going to go with the no way. I just think that... Uh... The, I think I just think the temp, the competition is too tough. So I I think the placement is definitely there, um, definitely attainable. I just think that winning a state championship is tough. It's a very competitive group this year. So um, I will go um, with uh, no way, unfortunately. But I do think someone will place. So um, I do think that some medals will be won uh, this weekend. All right, Joey talked about the seedings for the boys basketball sectional um, for our area. Uh, way or no way you think Nutria boys basketball deserve their number four seed? Yeah, I think they had every chance to get the one seed. Um, and so did uh, other teams as well. Um, and they took losses down the stretch. And Loyola kind of did what they had to do to rise up those rankings. I think at any points in the season, it was either, okay, it's looking like Nutria has it. Okay, now it looks like GBN has it. And then Loyola was probably the most steady team down the stretch to uh, to take it away from them. So um, I will say because of that loss to GBS, uh, because of the loss to West Aurora and Evanston in the games leading up to the seedings, uh, they earned that four seed. I'm conflicted when it comes to this because, you know, obviously for people who've listened to this podcast before, you know about our disdain about doing the seedings a couple of weeks before the end of the regular season and that kind of stuff. Obviously the GBN game happened after the seedings came out and we don't know whether an injury happened or whether it's like, what's the point and all that kind of stuff or the conference isn't there. Um, because I, I, I would say that especially if GBN slumping a little bit, 
you know, you could make a strong case that maybe Nutrier should be, you know, above GBN and maybe GBS should be the number two seed and Nutrier the number three seed. I, I honestly think that you could have any of these top four teams um, in any of the four places and um, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I think Loyola kind of, I with the deal of sale loss now, it's also a little bit different. Like, it's just hard to tell, but um, I... I'm fine with it. I, I will go with the way I think they deserve the number four seed. You can make an argument either way about the other seeding, but um, I do think that just based on what we've seen and that kind of stuff, I'll say way, but it's not a strong way. I, I could go either way on that, honestly. All right, Joe, we saw Loyola boys basketball lose to De La Salle to end uh, their conference play and then beat Lakeview to end their regular season. Way or no way at this point, do you have any questions about this team or do you pretty much know who they are? Yeah, I say way. I, I, I know who they are. Um, so no way I don't have any questions. Um, you know, if they lose to whomever in the in the in the sectional rounds, it won't be surprising to me, even though they're the one seed. We've talked about it um to death that those top, you know, even six seeds are are all pretty good basketball teams and and should all make a run at that sectional or all could under the right conditions. So um, while I think, you know, um, odds are that Loyola gets there to the championship, um, they're not head and shoulders above the rest of the league, uh, above the best of the competition in the sectional. So I think I have a good idea who they are, and I can't wait to see those games. Yeah, I'll go with no way as well. I think we know who they are. They are a very good team, but I wouldn't call them an elite team. Um, and they can, you know, do whatever they want in the sectional. They could lose earlier. They could win it all. So um, I'm going to go with no way. I think we know what this team is at this point. I don't really think there's much ambiguity of, you know, just at what level they can compete and how good or bad they can be. All right, Joe, way or no way, the CSL South Boys basketball division has been one of the most confusing conferences slash divisions in any sport you've kind of experienced in the last couple of years? Well, I'll say, I'll say way. Sure. Just because we want, because we talk about this every week, we want clear cut answers. We don't, we don't want to be wishy-washy um, and have to really like dive into super insights because um, we're, we're not able to make every single game. So uh, we'd like to be more clear cut than it has been. And it certainly has been not that it's been all over the board. Um, Every team has has taken their turn at uh, going on a streak. I know GBS has and GBN, yeah. Evanston's feeling it right now. Nutrier certainly did, um, and Loyola did. So it's it's. I, I guess that Loyola is not in the CSL, but um, it's a hard conference to predict. I mean, seeing Maine South beat GBN was uh, that was a mind blowing moment to me. That didn't make any sense to what we've seen all season. But I think it goes to show you that it's Maine South has a you know they're at the bottom of the league in terms of record uh but they have a very capable basketball program you know you can't take a day off with Maine South on your schedule so um just one of those years where they're going to be a step below but they'll beat you if you're not paying attention and GBN found out so yeah I'd say it's weird very strange way I'll go with the way as well mostly because I don't really remember us having this conversation every single week with any other sport. I think, you know, the, even the last couple of years with the CSL South, we've talked about, you know, in boys basketball being like, well, you know, with Nutria or GBS or like Evanston in a few years, you're like, we knew what the team two top teams were. 
Um, even in boys volleyball, maybe last year you could make the argument that any of them interchanged, but even then it was kind of like, well, GBN is really good. GBS is really good. Nutria is really good. Like you, they were all really good and, and didn't really show many blimps where, you know, this year it's just kind of like, Oh, like this team lost to main South, like you said, or whatever. Like, so I, I, I think that's just kind of been hard where it's kind of like, they're good teams. It's just like, are they elite teams or are they really good teams just beating up on each other? Are they decent teams just beating up on each other? So um, I'll go with the way. I think it's a good argument. It's been fun, but um, I will say that it's definitely been one of the more confusing divisions in any sports that we've kind of had to argue about over the last couple of seasons. All right, let's move on over now to the fourth quarter where we preview the upcoming week of sports. Um Let's start with some championship stuff. Joe, gymnastics, we talked about it. Um, Nutria getting back to uh, the state championships this weekend. Um, I, I would figure that Nutria should make a good case for, you know, getting a lot of girls who are going to place and maybe contend for, you know, one of the last few trophies if they're able to accumulate enough points. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, you got teams like Vernon Hills and Downers Grove South who uh, are experienced and um, have meddled before i think downers Grove south is the is the returning champ and vernon hills is is the uh returning runner-up um and they both got a lot of talent left in the tank and i think they're going to go at it um you got some others that are under them at so you got basically three four five um it's nutrier to get up into that point i think they you know you got glenbrook north to contend with and you have um is it wheaton warrenville south Anyway, somebody else also in that in that 142 to 144 range. That's where it will be decided for, I think, those three and four trophies. Can you get up there? I think they'd have to have a really great weekend. Wrestling, we obviously got a lot of Loyola Ramblers going down there. We've got a Trevian and a Giant going down there as well. Um, what do you expect to happen? Like, do you, do you – obviously, we talked about Kai – um, are you expecting maybe some other guys to, you know, place, you know, compete for those third place, fifth place and, uh, matches? Just what are you kind of expecting from uh, our area guys who are going to go down Champagne and uh, compete for three days? I think, I think obviously the, the competition at State's Elite, so a lot depends on your draw. Um, right. But I really think that we're going to have one or two, I mean, call it a surprise because we're obviously talking about Kai a lot because he's proven it at that level. We know what he's capable of and what he should do. He's a ranked wrestler. Um, but guys like Quinn Herbert and uh, Tag Miller and Gavin Padilla, I think have a chance. And if they get the right draw, have a couple, you know, a couple things go their way in some of those tweener matches. Uh, can they sneak their way on the, I shouldn't say sneak. Couldn't they earn their way on the medal stand? I think they can. Um, I would normally say Dimitri from Highland Park, but uh, his knee looked really bad at the sectional. Um, he's been dealing with it, and he's one of the most talented wrestlers in the state. But if he's really favoring that knee when the competition gets really tough, I don't, you know, that's going to be very difficult for him to win those close matches. Um, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it does some great heel work, <laughs> uh, some great healing over the over the seven days, and uh, he's ready to go. But um, yeah, I, think we, I think we might get a couple, couple surprises. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting. Always a fun environment down in Champaign to uh, um, experience, you know, just get, especially that uh, Saturday night environment is always fun. So um, good luck to obviously all of our wrestlers who are going to be competing down there. Uh, Joe, boys basketball won't be starting 
Um, until next week, obviously you don't know when we're going to be recording next week because so could potentially get a couple games in there. But um, what are you looking forward to? And obviously, do you expect um, basically by the time we talk next week, um, do we are we going to have uh, some regional uh, championship matchups for our area teams? Yeah, I think we should be ready for. I think it'll go pretty chalky, um, at least till the regional championships. But I do expect one upset once we get there. I don't know if it'll be Evanston or Niles North, um, maybe even somebody else. But I, I think those two are fully capable of of winning a game, um, winning a regional championships. So um, I think we might see one. Um, but of course, it'll be after we record. By this time next week, the girls. Yeah, it's a bummer we can't really talk about because I think tomorrow night, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday night this week, um, you'll have Nutrier GBS for the regional um, in girls basketball. I think that's going to be a great matchup. Um, and uh, I don't know if we'll be sitting here and who'll, if we'll have any teams left, except Loyola should still be around. And I'm sure we'll talk about them. Yeah. Uh, going going back to the boys, um, what do you expect to happen? I mean, is it, is it too hard to tell? I, I know you said chalk, but, you know, what what ends up happening? Do you foresee like what if Loyola and Nutria end up get playing against each other? And obviously, we'll talk more about that um, matchup if it does happen. But um, is it one of those scenarios like you kind of mentioned where is if Evanston somehow makes it the sectional championship and wins, you wouldn't be that surprised? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, that being said, um, what I meant was chalk. By the time we talk, <laughs> rhymed, but. Yeah. Also, if I'm, if I had to, you know, um, if I had to say what I thought, I would, I would definitely say the top four seeds because GBS is playing that well. I want to pick Evanston badly to beat them because I, I like this Evanston team and I like the way they're playing. But GBS is hot, uh, you know. They just took down Evanston and they just took down Nutrier by a, you know, sizable margin. Um, I think they're poised to to do some damage here, so. I got to say we're going to end up um, with Loyola, Nutrier, and um, GBS, GBN in the sectional semis, which I guess would be two weeks from about today, which is Tuesday. Right. Um, going to the girls' bracket, Loyola plays tap, like you mentioned, on Thursday. Nutrier will play uh, Glenbrook South on Thursday as well. Um, assuming Loyola wins the regional on, on Thursday, they'll get either New Evanston or GBN in a Tuesday sectional semifinal matchup. Um, Joe, do either of those teams really scare you in a semifinal or not really? And you're kind of focused on the main South um, hypothetical sectional championship game. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm focused. I just, as we've said enough, the main South and, and Loyola, I think are, are pretty good step above the competition although uh main south will have the tougher sectional matchup um sectional opening matchup um but i don't see any of them having a problem in until then all right anything else you want to talk about before we say goodbye no uh getting you know spring sports are already starting believe it or not uh, in terms of track um and they'll be practicing before you know it baseball and softball and things like that so uh, we're getting down to the end of the winter season already, believe it or not. And um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for this basketball finish. Yeah, this weather has been kind of annoying because you know that, it, you know, it's been like 50 and 
you know, sunny the last couple of days. And you know, when it comes down to April, it's going to be 32 and snowing and rainy yeah. when you want to watch or cover a baseball game or a softball game. So um, that's just how things kind of go around here at this point. Exactly. Exactly. I, I skip out on baseball and softball um, and soccer usually until May. <laughs> It's a good time to wait, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. That is everything we've got for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening. Just a quick reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you check us out and give us a nice little review. We always appreciate your support. Make sure you check out all my stuff at Friday Night Drive. we got a lot of great coverage for you guys. Uh, football uh, recruiting taking place. We'll have updates on that. Um, a lot of good news going on in the sport as well. So make sure you're checking out all of our work at Friday Night Drive. And as always, make sure you're subscribing and donating to the recordnorthshore.org. Joe's got you covered for everything uh, happening in the North Shore area, not only in sports, also in board meetings, news, uh, culture, restaurants, what have you. He's got you covered, so make sure you subscribe and donate. So for Joe and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you guys down the road. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Varsity uh, product of the record, northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.